For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey. Difference with coaches coming from overseas to here. They don't, they don't realise that, that you, you get these hot temperatures and you can't train. Like I know Adelaide United with uh, Verbeek, we're training afternoons. Um, as soon as the summer comes in, you can't do that. You know, four o'clock's the hottest part of the day, and that's when they were training preseason. So they've gone to mornings now. It's completely different. The grounds are harder. You can't train them like they do overseas. Overseas, they're training in the winter where it's yeah. cooler and grounds are softer and stuff. It's easier uh, on the body. But once you come here, it's the heat and the hard grounds it makes it very difficult, and you can get a lot of injuries. That's why it surprises me that uh, you know they keep hiring and 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 appointing overseas coaches when they don't know the landscape. They know they don't know that it is a summer competition here yeah. in Australia. It's uh, why they don't give more younger Australian coaches who do know the landscape a go rather than looking for for names, if you like. Yeah, and, and on that, the the ones that we got here at the moment, the foreign coaches that are coming are probably not up there. You know, in the standard wise, you know, you look at the Sydney; he's got an Aussie coach. Yep, Perth. Got an Aussie coach. Yep. Wellington, Aussie coach. So the three you know, best teams at the moment have got all Aussie coaches, apart from the Melbourne City coach um, with Eric Mumbrutz. Yep. Um, the rest, you know, they're not they're not adding anything to the league, are they, in coaching-wise? I agree. And, well, I reckon the next coach to go will be the Western Sydney Wanderers coach. I reckon his, yeah. uh, his ice He's is close, getting very yeah. thin. And <laughs> Robbie Fowler Bubble. was very thin a couple yeah. of weeks ago as well. So yeah. um, They were both great players, but yeah, doesn't mean you're going to be a great coach, does no, it? Unfortunately, haven't transformed that into their coaching ranks I'm yet. Like, yeah, but not you yet. Never know. Yeah, you're right. Uh, obviously, uh, Melbourne have uh, victory have appointed their uh, mm-hmm. a, a coach by the name of Carlos Salvacua. Is that yeah. a, or, or is it Chua? Or Something whatever it is. Anyway, but, yeah, Spanish coach. Yeah. Um, he was the assistant Second assistant, so... Oh, was he? Mark, because the other bloke, what was Philip? Philip. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone too. So that was Marco's assistant, and now the second assistant's taken over for the for the rest of the year. And, you know, big game straight away, straight into against Adelaide with the original derby. Which we're going to talk about yeah. that. In fact, we have, we're going to have a chat to their skipper, uh, Michael Jakobsen, a, a little bit later, because uh, then the next question is, what on earth is going on with Adelaide United? Mm. That's another loss over the weekend against Perth Glory. Wasn't a surprise. They started off okay, but then just uh, really capitulated after that. And as you said, it's not going to get any easier this week. No, it's not. And uh, if you look at the last, you know, they lost their last four four games. You know, they've conceded 10 goals in, yeah. in four games. And when you're not uh, three, I think eight in the last two or three games as well. So they conceded two lots of three goals, which is not good. And... Your defense needs to stay strong, you know, if your team wants to win. But mm. and they're not scoring many goals at the other end either, are they? So then, Alessandro no. Torre is away. Riley McGree was coming back from injury, and they were the two main uh, sources of of goals this year. And what about Ryan Kiddo? I mean, wow! You know, yeah. when a coach normally pin, <laughs> picks out a player and smashes him, doesn't really do good for the player's confidence. I no, think it's it bad, bad coaching. I think. Yeah, it is. Those those types of things need to stay in house. You know, the coach needs. There's times where you can give him a bit of a roast, but. He's basically said not required. Well, he said he's not yeah. good enough for the yeah, A League. Not good enough for the A League, and you know, and just signed two year deal as well. So yeah, <laughs> that makes it very interesting. And so, what would you sign him for two years when he's not good enough for the yeah, A League? So that's that's a very strange one. And uh, and saying that, you know, okay, maybe you made one mistake, but some of those senior boys are making yeah. mistakes. Miggy Maria, that this third goal come from a basic mistake, and he's one of your imports. Yeah, he's missing imp- import, and then Jakobsen's making a couple of mistakes defensively. So. Yeah. 
you know, you're going to single out the younger one, single out the older one if you're going to do that. Yeah, it's a strange one, but uh, when that normally happens, you know there are cracks starting to appear. But yeah. what Benny done, our producer, just to wrap things up, we've got a bit of a montage of what's happened uh, so far this week. Let's have a listen. The difference, money. Yeah, better players. Here's McGree. Can he make it three? And his second, and he does. Well, another mistake by the Melbourne victory. As we wanted to inform you in person that last night the Melbourne Victory Board made the decision to part ways with head coach Marco Kurz and assistant coach Philippe Topolovic, effective immediately. Troisi, now Toivonen, out on the left. Antonis, Toivonen, Toivonen, goal! When you see the, the goals we give it away, uh, we had a lot of problems with the field in the, in the, in the beginning of the game. So they, they, some players choose for the wrong shoes. As a club that we believe that given our performances and results to date, now is the time to act. As such, we have appointed Carlos Salvatore as head coach for the remainder of the A-League season. Robbie Cruz for Melbourne victory, looking to get around strain. He does, left-hand boot, gets it across the face of Guy Toivonen, and there's the equaliser. The mistakes are uh, personal, and players make them too often. Yeah, they, they show me that they're not good enough for the A-League, so that's why I changed the uh, keto. It's hard for him, but he was not making one mistake, but after that he made many mistakes. Well, there you go. Verbeek finishing off with saying uh, he's not good enough in the A-League, <clears throat> pointing him out, saying he made not one mistake, made a few mistakes, which is a bit of a strange one. It has been a big week in uh, our game here in Australia, and uh, there's always drama or what have you. We've got a poll, by the way, if you want to take part. You can add, this is the uh, poll. Uh, can Adelaide United end their four-game losing streak against Melbourne Victory on Friday night? If uh, you want to have your say, head to 1629 SENSA on Twitter to vote. That's 1629 SENSA. You can do that on Twitter to vote. And I'm going to throw that question to you, Ange. Ange Costanzo with me, filling in for uh, Dodsey. Um, can they end their losing streak? Can Adelaide actually beat Melbourne Victory after losing four? They beat them pretty convincingly last time, 3-1, different ball game. Yeah, different ball game. I think Toivon will be back too. He's a yeah. big player for them. And the boots sort of hit a little bit of form with Robbie Cruz. And um, new coach coming in, yeah, it does give Adelaide a slight chance to get resolved. But well, so you give the, him a chance, do you? Yeah, the coach that coming in, he, he's been at Melbourne, so he knows everyone. There's not much... Many major changes, but yeah, I'll do give them a chance just because the new coach coming in. Well, they've done it okay in the last uh, four, I reckon, four meetings. Adelaide have beaten Melbourne Victory, yeah. which, as you know, and even in your day, very unusual because they always had the wood on Adelaide they United. Did, yeah. But uh, they've done okay in the last four meetings. And yeah, they have. They've got some good results, and, um, and the last one especially was a good result at and, home. And you look at the ladder there, Ange, that you can see Adelaide in seventh position with 15 points and Melbourne on uh, 15 as well, just uh, pipping him by one goal. It's going to be a big three points for Adelaide this week because if they lose this game, they really start to lose touch with that top six. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's going to make life very interesting. They do. Because, and Melbourne Victory is just above them. They're the team that uh, we need to beat to jump pretty much. So um, if they win Melbourne, they go away. And yeah. if Adelaide wins, they'll go away from Melbourne. And they play Western United away from home the following week. And then they play Melbourne City here at home. So uh, three Melbourne teams in three weeks. Three big games, yeah. So uh, And then... And the, that's the challenge, isn't it? You know, there are no easy games now. I think Adelaide have played Central Coast two or three times already, so they've got a Newcastle twice, so they've got those lower teams out the way early. 
and now they're playing the high teams. Yeah, well, uh, they really need to win, beat some of these high teams. But even some of those games they won, though, Chuck, I think you might have done the game with you against Newcastle as well. and Brisbane. Yeah. They didn't deserve to win those no, games, they but they won. But that was a good sign that they won games they should have lost, but lost, then yeah. they just kept losing after yeah. that. And they lost to Wellington. They deserved to lose their yeah. game. So they haven't been playing, apart from the Cup final. From, it seems to, as soon as they won the Cup final... A week or two after that, that's when... The, the poo hit the yeah, fan from there, didn't it, yeah, really? it pretty much dropped since then, the form-wise. I, I don't know. Maybe they've just relaxed a little bit, the players. Um, you know, it's a big high, and then you come down on low after that. But, yeah, hopefully they can turn it around soon, or they need to turn it around soon. Otherwise, we might be seeing a new coach in Adelaide. <laughs> Could be another one, you yeah. reckon. <laughs> no, they'd have to pay him out. I don't think they could afford yeah, that. No, that's, that's probably the only reason why. Yeah, I think you could be right. But let's hope they can turn it around because yeah, it's really been slim pickings for Adelaide United. A lot of the supporters uh, are really not happy. Hopefully they get a big crowd. The biggest crowd they've had was against Melbourne Victory the last time round. But, you know, when you're losing, uh, Angers, you know, and people just think, oh, I think I might just yeah. stay home, not worry about it, go yeah. to the beach. Yeah, the crowds haven't been big either this year, have they? I mean, no. They've called a couple of games. They've been there six, eight. Yeah. So they need to, well, they, first of all, they need to get results before they do come. But always against Melbourne, they seem to come. The Melbourne faithful seems to come over as well. They usually get about 1,000 yeah. travelling. So we'll see if they travel, and that usually makes a good spectacle. Well, that was always a good spectacle, even in the early days, uh, big crowds. Yeah. And I was just talking to our good friend John Cosmina uh, on the phone about that, like in the first, second season, maybe the second season, Adelaide, Melbourne, at Eddie had home and away game, 40,000 yeah. people. It wasn't even a final. No. What's happened to those days? Yeah, they just there was a bit of hype there, wasn't it? The crowd, marketing the, was good. Marketing was good. Yeah, the A League used to market it. I think I know us playing. We used to do a lot of promotionals. I don't know if they do many. They get well, out into the community do now. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're involved with Croydon, and yeah. you know, do they come to your club much, or do you oh, see them around, or whatever? Or yeah, every now and Cause, then. Because that's a good point. Yeah. We did do a lot that did. We, yeah, I think you guys hated doing it. Yeah, by the we way. hated it, but we knew we Enough had to, to beg you to do it. <laughs> we knew we had to do it to promote the club. Yeah, and. That showed on Fridays and Saturdays when we did play. The, the crowds come. I don't think we played under less than 12,000 back no, in those no, days. No, the average was around about 12,000. Yeah, you're right. For the first three or four years, yeah. Yeah, that was always big crowds. And the Melbourne games, yeah. they were like And sellouts. Sydney games Yeah, as well. Melbourne, Sydney, they were like sellouts back then as well. Yeah, and, le- and that was before marquee, these big Absolutely, marquee players yeah. would come as well. You yeah. Know? I was the marquee back yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> we're going to get back to those days. We really need people back at the game because yeah. really to grow this game, and we've wanted to grow this game when, when it started 16 years ago. It seems to have been going in the other direction. I mean, we could talk about that forever. We spoke briefly yeah. about it with Travis last week. But we're going to go to a break. But if you want to have a say, you can, can give us a call. Uh, it is our um, Milk Bar open line. Uh, they're at 57 Flinders Street, by the way. And we have a $50 voucher for you if you want to call. And tickets to go and see Adelaide United and Melbourne Victory. And also... Uh, Adelaide United and Melbourne Victory in the W League. Uh, that's on Saturday at 7 o'clock. So it's a double whammy there with Melbourne Victory. Both teams, men and women, uh, playing the victory over the weekend. We've got tickets to give away. So give us a call, one 736 736 Still to come, we're going to speak to the uh, skipper of Adelaide United, and that's Michael Yakerson. You are listening to The Round Ball Game. On SENSA, The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty. 
Yes, welcome back. Lovely to have your company on this uh, Wednesday. Nice and cool Wednesday night here. Now, the last few Wednesdays or whatever night we've had, it's been like uh, that hot. You could just about cook bacon and eggs on the footpath, but it's a beautiful night here in the city. That's where we are at the moment. Dom and Dodsey, the round ball game. Angelo Costanzo filling in for... Uh, the holidaying Dodsey, who's... Uh, I think he went to Bali or something, didn't he? Or, I think he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He must, uh, must have freebies there or something. He just keeps going back there. Actually, my uh, my son just came back from Bali and his girlfriend got Bali belly, so there you go. In fact, just about everybody got sick. Yeah, there was 22 does. of them. Uh, if you want to give us a call, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. That's our Milk Bar open line number. We're here for Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, uh, you can call your local Flight Centre travel expert at one three. One six hundred and Hyundai. Hyundai plate clearance is now on with special bonuses across the range. And if you get through, we're going to give you tickets to go and see Adelaide United A League on Friday night against Melbourne Victory, Adelaide United W League on Saturday night against Melbourne Victory, and a fifty dollar milk bar voucher. So you can give us a call. Aussies abroad, thanks to Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. Yes, let's have a look at what's going on overseas. That's why we love our game, Ange. They're playing in all corners of the globe. Hence, they call it the world game. Now, what's up with Brighton? Aaron Moy, of course, he's having a fantastic season. They're in no rush to, to sign him. What's all that about? Well, he's on loan for the year, isn't he? So there must be just... What would he be on? How much money do you reckon he'd be getting for playing? Uh, roughly. I mean, you know, not as much as you used to get, but what would he be on? I don't know, close to 50000 A match? A week, yeah. Uh, uh, 50,000 pounds or dollars? Aussie or 25,000 pounds, you reckon? Really? It's good, pretty good cash, but... Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, not bad for an Aussie play. Well, uh, Drop in the ocean for you, Dom. Uh, <laughs> no, you can drop me in the ocean <laughs> for that one there. Uh, well, anyway, it's, it's a bit of a strange one because yeah. he's having a fantastic yeah, he's season. He's doing very well, isn't he? He's yeah. uh, one of their standout players, and so uh, you'd think that they would look to extend... The con- only reason why they probably won't is if they're in that relegation battle and they might go down themselves, so they don't want to... A la Huddersfield and they, yeah, uh, and they handballed down, him off. Yeah, on big money. So uh, maybe they'll wait to see once they get secure in the Premier League, then they'll look to, to sign him. But I'm sure if he doesn't, there'll be someone else that, that signs him from the Premier League. Well, here's one for you, uh, Chocker. An Aussie at Blackburn, educated at Barcelona and Liverpool, scored overnight in the under-18 Premier League. Meanwhile, an Aussie has stepped up to a match winner in League One. So I don't know, who, who is this Aussie that we're talking about? Have you, uh, so I haven't even got his name, but it's nice to have a bit of a teaser. Uh, Matty Ryan's doing pretty good too. Of course, he's the uh, uh, goalkeeper for Brighton, the same team um, that Aaron Moy yeah. plays for. And the boy, hasn't he? He is really turning into a, an unbelievable goalkeeper now. And it's we have been lucky with goalkeepers here in Australia, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah. For the Socceroos. Yeah, the Socceroos have had fantastic goalkeepers over the... Over the journey, starting from back at Robert Zabika days, wasn't he? he was yeah, Adelaide City keeper, the Perth well, boy. And Bosnia, Schwartz. Uh, so, you know, just a Kallets, list. Kallets, and this just goes on and on. So, yep. uh, and now we've got Matty Ryan, who, you know, he's still got a few more years ahead of him to go. And yep. uh, you never know. If he keeps going the way he's going, you'll probably see him at a bigger club as well. I wonder how many people follow Brighton, because back in the Leeds United days, everyone followed Leeds because yeah. of Viduka and Kuehl. Yeah. So everyone jumped on that. I wonder how many people follow Brighton. Are yeah, you a Brighton supporter? Uh, no, I can't say I am. <laughs> Who do you follow? Uh, no one, really. In the Premier I'll say you don't follow yeah. into the Premier League? Okay. No. Well, I'm a Spurs supporter, just for the record. Just me, putting it out there. Yep. Anyway, Brighton are hovering just four points above the relegation zone, so they really need to get a move on. Although there's such a long way to go. It's a, a long season it is there in, uh, in England. And the English Championship, Jackson Irvine, uh, played 84 minutes for Hull as they fell to a disappointing 1-0 loss at home at Fulham. What do you think of Jackson Irvine? I mean, he plays for the Socceroos, but I'm not really convinced with him, to be honest. But obviously, Graham Arnold sees something in him. 
Yeah, he's one of those players that just... Well, he had hair like yours. He's got hair like yours, the yeah, ponytail and got stuff. the ponytail, good old Jacko. Uh, he, he can score goals. He gives you that... Um, he's one of those midfielders that gets in the box and scores goals, and that's one of the reasons why Arnie does play him. But, yeah, for the Socceroos, he hasn't really been uh, that dominant yet. But, you know, we'll give him time. He's still fairly young and seems to be doing all right at Hull. Yeah, he is, actually, and he's a regular starter there at Hull. So it's good to see an Aussie. And we haven't got many playing overseas, have we? No, we not in the to, big leagues. Not regular. Yeah, and that's what we're lacking. And, you know, you see, like, Japan, for argument's sake, you know, a lot of their players are playing in the big leagues yeah, of the world and yeah, doing very well. They're, you know, improving at that national team level as well. Well, a guy who really hasn't had much of a look in for the Socceroos uh, is Massimo Luongo, who started and played 77 minutes for Sheffield Wednesday as they recorded a uh, tuna win at Leeds United. We're just talking uh, about them. Leeds United, of course, they're trying to get back. back in the, they have uh, not got in the Premier League since they were relegated all those years yeah. ago. They've been hovering around. That's, that's how hard it is to try and get back in there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not easy. Once you go down and you stay down there for a few years, it becomes very difficult. And you see some of the teams go down, they come straight back up. And we've seen in the past that some teams have got relegated from the championship down. Well, Sunderland, yeah. well, they've gone even further yeah. down, haven't they? So, they were um, regular. And that comes down to money as well. Yeah. These clubs, you know, they lose all that money and lose all their players as well. So, But Leeds has had a, two or three owners since then as well. So they've been uh, not not stable off the field. I'd like to see him back in the Premier League, even though I don't support him. But it'd just be nice to have Leeds United back yeah, there again. they're a well-supported team, aren't they? They're a pretty big <clears> team. And they came to Australia in the pre-season last year and got some big crowds as well here. So yeah. they're a well-supported team. Well, they are because, again, because of the Kuehl and Viduka factor who yeah. were playing in those days. And a lot of people, if they didn't have a team to support, they started following Leeds, Leeds United. Yeah. Uh, Mark Milligan, who we spoke uh, to uh, here on the Ramble a couple of weeks ago, he played a full game for South End. He's their skipper, of course. Yeah. And getting a clean sheet in a nil-nil draw with uh, Tranmere Rovers. And, of course, as you know, Chockey recently pulled stumps on his yeah. international career. Did that surprise you that he did, decided yeah, not to play? I just thought, uh, yeah, he'd still keep going because he, was, he was, wasn't was struggling, was he? He was still you know, one of the first ones picked and captain of the team. Yeah, I was just a little bit surprised that he called stumps. Yeah. Now, over in Asia and Africa and Europe and in Israel, uh, another win and another goal to Nikita Rikovitsia as uh, Maccabi Haifi, Haifa. One two nil. Trent Sainsbury played a full game and he kept a clean sheet. And in Turkey, as is ba- uh, Bahic played uh, during their uh, friendly because they got a winter break there. Yeah, a lot of them. It's, it's funny most now. of them do, except England. They just have more games, don't they? They, they just, they just ramp it up. Boxing day. I think they do that to keep warmer. They have more games <laughs> during the week. It's too bloody cold. <laughs> Maybe because there's no football on, they just play so they can get the ratings. In India, Eric Patalu, would you play in India? Would that interest you if, if you were still playing? Yeah, I think that, the, be, it's a terrible league, by the way. Yeah, it's I shocking. Think they'll be on uh, big money, so that's what get good crowds. Yeah, they do. I mean, they're known for their cricket, and they're trying to, and they. I mean, they got the population, so you'd think they come up with eleven decent players in their uh, in their national team. But when well, you yeah. watch the standard, it's pretty house yeah, mother and father. They're on late at night. Yeah, and, um, live as yeah, well. Live, so. Yeah. Uh, Andy Pascalidis calling Yeah, I know. Yeah. So that's what he has to go to India to get a gig. <laughs> anyway, he scored as they uh, beat a team 2-0. I won't even try and pronounce their uh, name. Uh, David Williams, who's also in India. So it must be a bit of money over there. Yeah, there is. Even um, Krishna, Roy Krishna is over there too. Same t- same uh, team as David Williams. 
Oh, that's Joel right. Yeah, yep. he is too. Now we and gonna... Joseph Gumbau's coaching over there. No, that's right. He is too, isn't yeah. he? Which team's he coaching? Odisha. Could uh. be the Delhi Dynamos. I think they changed Delhi the name. Dynamos. They changed the name to Odisha. Okay, so that's where Gumbau's yeah, gone. He's ended up there. Maybe that's where Kurtz could go too. <laughs> go to India on your way home. Just pop in for a couple of quick thousand, and away you go. And out you go. We're going to try and catch up with. Uh, we speak of Aussies abroad. Uh, Craig Goodwin, uh, of course, he's in Saudi Arabia. Played ninety minutes. Uh, they lost three one. Uh, Brad Jones was absent during suspension. So uh, Brad Jones, of course, the goalkeeper. So Aussie are playing abroad. And like we said, they're not playing in the big leagues, which is a bit of a shame. We'd like to see them. Uh, and why, why do you think this generation can't get to that level? What's what's the story with that? I think it's well, a lot of the reason, or not a lot of the reason. You see some of these players, they just go to these countries. Like, a lot of them went to the Emirates and stuff for the money. You know, Instead of chasing that dream in Europe, a lot of them went, took the easy money in the Emirates and China. You saw mm. a lot of them go to China and stuff where they got the big money. And, is that the, is that why they're chasing the money now rather than yeah, seeing well, the big picture? Yeah, I think early on now they're, they're just going over to get the money. And not, yeah. not, you know, a lot of these guys in the golden generation went over young, yeah. stayed here for two or three or four years, established themselves, then went to Europe, not to Asia or the yeah. other countries. Yeah. So that, that's one of the reasons why. Well, they weren't going to Asia because it wasn't as big back then no, either, was yeah. it? But now... But you can't blame them either. You know, they're trying to set up their future. Absolutely. So the money's on the table. So you always got to look at it. Well, that's why you'd rocked up tonight because the money was on the table and here you are. Otherwise, you would have been sitting at home. Uh, that's our Aussies Abroad segment. All thanks to Flight Centre South Australia, of course, and Hyundai. And, of course, uh, you can call us on our Milk Bar open line number 1300 736 736. Old fashioned service and modern with a modern twist. That's uh, milkbar.com.au. Now, we're going to take a short break. And uh, shortly, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to catch up. Uh, with the captain of Adelaide United, uh, Michael Jakobsen. Uh, we, Ange, we're going to ask him the hard questions. You got any? Have you written any hard questions I've you want to ask him? I've a couple here, but I can't, 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 can't read, read what I wrote, so I <laughs> might have to rewrite them. All right, well, translate them from Italian to English and see how we go. We'll be back right after this. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and Hyundai seven-year warranty. And yes, uh, welcome back uh, to uh, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey. Uh, my special guest tonight filling in for Dodsey is Angelo Costanza, the former Adelaide United uh, stopper. Where else did you play, Chock? How many uh, teams have you played with in your career? Newcastle Jets. I That's right. There. Marconi. Marconi. Um, City. Yeah. yeah, you were Marconi for a few years, weren't yeah, you? Four or five years there. So yeah, I remember yeah. bumping into you there when I was calling games there yeah. at Marconi Stadium. We'd catch up for a bit of a beer. At the Palace. Yeah, the, it was yeah. Good, good times. Yeah, good, real good times. That, well, did the career go quick? Very quick. Yeah. Your blinking's gone. Well, I remember when I was at Adelaide United, we used to tell you, enjoy it while you can, because yeah. then now you're in the real world, aren't you? You're actually yeah. going to work for a living now, don't you? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you give that advice to people, like kids playing now, and saying yeah. just enjoy it because it doesn't last yeah, long? Yeah, you do. The young, especially the young boys coming through and stuff, you try and tell them to enjoy it and capitalise on it and um, make the most of it because it goes very quick. Yep, unfortunately way too quick. Because uh, Do you still have a kick or like no. over 35 or over whatever? How old are you now? 40. Are you the big four? Trav turned 40 last week. Yeah. You're the 40 as well, the big 4-0. Thanks I'm for the 40. invite. I thought you had no, it. Do you have a party? I'm 42. 40, no, I'm a bit older. I still I still wasn't invited to that I party. I party. I was. you would have been. Yeah, bull. You invited to Travis's? Yeah, I am, actually. Yes, you? Yeah. <laughs> we made the cutter. Oh, wait. What else does he give for nothing? So, unless we do we have to buy our own drinks there? Potentially, It's yeah. at his house. So, yeah. you know, he'll set up a little counter there. Um, yeah, the round ball, thanks to Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, call your local flight centre 
um, travel expert on one one three one six hundred Hyundai Hyundai's twenty nineteen plate clearance is on right now. So if you can't wait, don't wait. Get into your Hyundai dealer. And don't forget, we're here. Thanks for those guys. And also, of course, the uh, Milk Bar open line is open. one 736 Call us whenever you like. Milk Bar at 57 Flinders Street in the city. Or you can text us on 0427-154-166. We have tickets to give away. Tsokola's there too. Uh, the uh, game on Friday night against yeah. the Melbourne Victory, the A-League, Saturday night, W-League, playing against Melbourne Victory. So, uh, Why don't they play that as a doubleheader? I was going to ask you that question. Why don't they do I'll that? I'll ask you first. Okay. I reckon they don't play it because they haven't got enough change rooms. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> they have. That's yeah, the, they can't yeah, get know. changed. Yeah, I know they have it, but it's a strange one. You think that they're here, victory, play it before. Yeah, People yeah. might go and at least it gets the girls a chance to play on Coopers. Yeah, and they'd love to. I mean, the modern uh, setup is, is pretty good, but, yeah, you're right. It's uh, they've, they've separated the girls, um, and uh, what they're going to do is try and get these uh, double headers. Uh, so the uh, so the, like people that go to watch the A League most probably don't go to the W League. This will give them an opportunity to, go before, to watch the yeah. girls. Yeah, and we're going to talk about the W League shortly because the girls, unfortunately, still aren't doing that well. Although they uh, had a game postponed last Thursday, so, so they didn't, they didn't lose. lose. Yeah, which is a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> so they're undefeated for a week. That's a good thing, yeah, isn't it? It is, and they drew the week before, so two weeks undefeated, which is good for them. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, uh, let's hope that they do better. Of course, as I mentioned, they do play on uh, Friday night against, uh, beg your pardon, Saturday night against Melbourne Victory. And, of course, the A-League, um, it is uh, um, Adelaide United against Melbourne Victory. It's always a big game, but unfortunately, Adelaide United in a bit of a slump at the moment. And to uh, maybe tell us and enlighten us and tell us a bit more about is their skipper, and that's uh, Michael Jacobson. Uh, Michael, thanks for joining us here on the round ball. All right. Uh, Michael, now the obvious question is, and what everybody is asking, I mean, you started off, uh, lost a couple of games at the beginning of the season, went on a bit of a roll there, and you what, won four in a row. We thought, OK, away we go. But uh, it's been slim picking since then. So in your mind, as a captain and as a professional, what, is, what has happened? What's going on? Uh, yeah, we haven't got the results that we that we should, to be honest. Uh, we've made too many mistakes and uh, never been consistent. So, uh, yeah, a lot of things have gone wrong. Uh, we, uh, I think we have we've performed better um, in the last two games. Uh, obviously, the results have not come our way. Um, but I think the football we've played has been, have been better. We had some really bad games before that. Um, and even one of them we won. So, that was a bit lucky. Um, but, yeah, um, as I said, the football is getting better. Uh, so, we're still confident that... Um, that the result will come. We, we're doing everything we can on the training pitch to eliminate those uh, those mistakes that um, that cost us goals in, in the matches. Yeah, you're right, Michael, that you know some of the games you've played very well. Uh, you start off very well and then there's things just go wrong and and when you concede a goal, you seem to drop your heads a little bit. Um, is it frustrating for you to see that you look like you got them up against the ropes and all of a sudden, the end, after 90 minutes, you've lost the game? It is frustrating when you when you're dominant in possession and you and you create like I, I looked at some of the some of the stats against uh, Sydney and, and Perth. We had uh, 20 goal attempts. Uh, we only hit the target five times, and uh, the opposition they they hit the target seven times and they scored three goals. So uh, that is uh, frustrating. Um, and again, it comes down to to quality in in in, in the front. Um, Last third and also the the, the defending uh, last third. So 
we need to be sharp on both ends, um, and especially in the back. We need to be better uh, defending um, as a team. Uh, we can't give away easy goals like we've done uh, in the last two weeks. Yeah, Michael, you, you spoke about the defensive there, leaking goals. Has um, Gershon rectified going because he likes to go man on man defensively? Have his work on trying to change it, or is he just trying to improve and communicate what he actually wants in that defensive zone? Yeah, we're not we're not changing anything. It's uh, it's about getting better. It's uh, doing the, the things proper. Um, so as you said, it is sometimes man man against man in the back. Uh, um, and we need to be better communicating when when someone is going all the way from the left to the right just to yeah. give it to the next one instead of following them through. Um, so yeah, it's a lot about communication. We've had that um, subject up a couple of times uh, the last two weeks. Um, that, that has to be better. Um, we need to to be vocal uh, towards each other on, on the pitch. That yeah. helps us uh, heaps. Yeah, that showed a little bit last week. Too. You know, so you've got someone like Castro who likes to roam around. It makes it difficult for defenders, doesn't it, who to go with him. And, and it showed those couple of goals last week. You've probably got dragged out of position when you probably some players shouldn't have. Yeah, um, that's why players like Castro, they're good at that, drifting around, um, getting away from, from from the zone where you used to be, and that makes doubts from, for the defenders. Um, but we should be good enough to handle that. It's... Um, we were not good enough um, last game to do that, but I think if we if we sharpen up on that and, and uh, yeah get that last percentage uh, on our communication, we we should be hard to beat. Um, and we've we've shown before that we can beat these teams and we we can be solid in the back. So we still we're still positive and still looking forward and, and, and know that we can we can win against all teams because we we create lots of chances uh, going forward as well. So that's that's the positive thing about it. Yeah, will, will we see? Um, I know Bolland played in the youth team last week. Will we see him back this week? And also uh, James Troisi, will we see them playing this week? Uh, I think they're they're following the programs. I don't know how far they are to be honest. If they are, are ready for selection now, um, but yeah, I know Bolo has been involved now for maybe ten days, uh, so he should be up for selection soon. Uh, James is still um, tracking along as well. Um, I saw him out on the pitch today, so it's it's positive getting some more players back as well, uh, so we can strengthen the, the, the squad as much as possible. After the loss against uh, Perth Glory over the weekend, Michael, uh, your coach, Verbeek, did uh, pinpoint one play and uh, had a bit of a go at him saying that he wasn't good enough for the A-League, and that's Ryan Kitto. Now, uh, you're the captain. Um, what do you make of that? I know there's certain things you can and you can't say, but it's not good for the player's confidence when out in public, which we believe you should be do behind closed doors, pinpoint a player for saying he's not good enough to play in that team. Yeah, um, it's... Uh, I think sometimes you get heat in the moment as well. He, he's he's angry with us um, because we don't deliver and, and took off uh, Kido half time and, and it's easy to blame someone. Um, but as I said to Kido as well, it, it, it's not only him because we have a lot of players um, delivering on the average. Um, so we win as a team and we lose as a team. Um, but yeah, we we all supportive of. Uh, of what Kido's running around doing, and we're trying to support him as much as possible to build up his confidence. Um, so yeah, it's it's one way of uh, approaching stuff, um, and yeah, there's other ways as well. So that's a great chance 
way of doing it, and we just need to, yeah, to do what he wants and, and do it better. Um, he has high demands on on all the players. Um, so yeah, I think he wants to see a reaction from us. Well, you uh, got a good team to get a reaction. You beat them last time round, Melbourne victory on uh, Friday night. Uh, without your former coach, Marco Kurtz, uh, uh, it could go two ways. They've got a, another coach coming in. Uh, normally, we know what happens when there's a new coach. Things turn around, and Melbourne haven't been having a great season. But I guess you've got to be careful of the wounded bull uh, this Friday night. Yeah, um, I think we we have to look a bit at that. Last game we played against them, we were very dominant. Um, there's a lot of positive we can take out of that game, uh, leading into to Friday night. Um, so for us, it's about looking at the positive things at the moment. Um, and yeah, as you said, there's a new coach coming in, so he might have new ideas. Um, but I think in such a short turnaround here, I don't think he can he can change up too much. Um, so yeah, we, we we're confident. It's um, it's a strong side we're up against, and it's the derby, so it's. It's a one-off. We want to win this game. Um, and, yeah, that, that's the attitude from us uh, all the way through. And hopefully we can uh, we can pull out a performance for, for 90 minutes this time. Michael, you must... You know, I know a little negative press at the moment, but you must be happy with the young boys, especially uh, Louis Dorigo and Alessandro Toure, just with their progression this year. You know, they've become regulars when they've... When, uh, especially when Toure's been with the team. He's been away with international juice, so is Dorigo. But once they're here, they seem to be regular players. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with the way that they are they're performing and, and um, these bumps on the way. I, I think they will they will benefit from that in the long run as well. Um, it might be a hard period, but they learn so much from these uh, these hard periods. Um, sometimes if you come in a team where there's a lot of success all the time, when they then meet the uh, the, the losses and, and it's not going that well, then it, it can be very hard on them. So now they're learning from the from the beginning. Um, which I think is uh, is a good thing. Um, not for us that we're not winning, obviously, but for them in the in the in the future, um, they can look back. Oh, they've been hard times. So I think they um, they only well with it. And um, as you said before, they've been been outstanding. The, I don't think anybody before the season would say, oh, this is the year that those two boys are going to come in and, and and do so well. So they have really uh, taken their chances, and uh, they just need to go on with it. Yeah, they've done very, very well. And just finally, before I let you go, uh, Michael, uh, we were talking about this earlier in the show. Uh, of course, you've been here a couple of years. You were in Melbourne City before you came to Adelaide, coming from Denmark, uh, where the climate is completely different. Did it take you long to get used to playing football in hot conditions as opposed to cold conditions, what you were used to? Uh, I had a, a two-year period where, where I played in Spain, um, and that was pretty much like here, like really warm as well. But they put the games like really late at night, so um, it was a bit colder. Um, but yeah, it, it is a period you need to adapt. Um, what I remember from my first season in Melbourne City was uh, especially the pitches. They're really, really hard compared to what you're used to. So I had a lot of issues with my back and my, uh, my calves, unfortunately. Um, but I haven't had anything since uh, after my, my first year there. Like, proper injuries uh, so I think I've uh, adapted pretty well but I, I think you can see from a lot of people coming from overseas that they always struggle a bit with injuries and they have to adapt to the weather um, because it is it is very different it is uh, it is on a whole other level
And even in saying that, uh, Michael, what about the coaches? Because they, obviously, in Europe, I'm talking about the overseas coaches, they come here and you've had a couple, and all of a sudden it's uh, 38 degrees and you're training in 30 degrees. Do they do they see that they can't really train you as hard as they did if it was like minus five? They, do they have to get their head around that as well? Yeah, they have to adapt as well. Um, when it's really, really hot days, we are um, we're mostly training in um, like very, really early in the, in the morning to to not get those uh, four degrees days. Um, so sometimes we'll, we'll get in at seven o'clock to start at eight. Um, so it, it is they they adapt as well. They they, they need to because you can't run around in forty plus degrees and, and have a proper session. It's it's way too warm. Well, that's fair enough. All right. Well, uh, Michael, uh, thanks for your time uh, this evening here on the Round Ball. Uh, big game on Friday night. You really need to turn it around. You need the fans to come back and uh, the whole of uh, uh, South Australia are behind you. And let's hope you can uh, take away the points on Friday night. Good luck. Thank you very much. Okay, take care, Michael. Michael Jacobson, the uh, coach, uh, not beg your pardon, the captain of Adelaide United, who's uh, been pretty solid back there, Chock. It must be said, I mean, if... If they didn't have someone with his experience there, yeah. they could be in a lot more trouble. Yeah, he, he was in good form early on. I think the last couple of weeks, the whole defence has struggled a little bit. You know, they can see, like I said, eight goals. Softy and, goals. Yeah, eight goals. So it makes them uh, not look as good as they were. Yeah. But early on, you know, they were very good. You know, yeah. Maroney was in there. Now Jordan Elsie's come back in. So uh, I don't think Kiddo will be in the defence this week or in the near future either. So, <laughs> well, you uh, mentioned Moroni. He's just uh, signed another one-year extension. extension Didn't yeah. it surprise you? I mean, I, I love the guy. I reckon yeah. he should be playing every week as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, I think he had a clause in his contract where if he played a certain amount of games, he gets another year extension. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that, he reached that and extended for another year. So we'll yep. see him going on for another season in the Reds. God remember him when he was only just a knee-high to a grasshopper yeah. when he first started for Adelaide. You were yeah, there. The so was I, yeah. Then, yeah, he went up to North... On Melbourne City and then North Queensland yep. and then come back. And he's a good lad too, isn't he? Yeah, very good. Michael Moroni. But our special guest tonight from Adelaide United is Michael Jacobson. Uh, you're listening to the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. My special guest filling in for Dodsey is Angelo Costanza. Now we're going to take a break. And after the break, we're going to talk women. That's the women's game. On SENSA, the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai seven-year warranty. Yes, sir. Uh, we're coming around the home turn. It is uh, Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. My special guest tonight filling in for Dodsey is Angelo Costanzo. And, uh, Ange, uh, earlier on we did take a poll and the question was, can Adelaide United end their four-game losing streak? And you had to head to uh, 1629 SENSA on Twitter. And 40 say... Yes, they can. Uh, 60 say no. Which side are you on? Are you reckon they're going to win on the Friday? Can Adelaide break their losing there's no, streak? There's no draw there. So. No, no draw, and there could be, uh, could be a draw. Could be a draw, yeah. Could be a draw. What, where, where are you going to sit on the fence, or are you going to pick one? No, I'm going to pick uh, no, they can't win. Yeah, I'm, I think, unfortunately, I'm going to say the same. I don't. I honestly can't see Adelaide United beating Melbourne Victory, even though they... Gave them a bit of a pasting last time round, and they, most probably their best game they played, I reckon, was against Melbourne Victory, wasn't Victory, it? Yeah, but, but Victory weren't great either that day either. So. Just going to say that we did the game, didn't we? No, I did not watch it on TV. Okay, sorry about that. No um, problem. Yeah, but you're but right. I'll be there on Friday with you. You'll be there on Friday, and uh, let's hope it's going to be a good game, and there's going to be a big crowd. Yeah, hopefully. We didn't speak about the Ollie Roos either. Uh, of course. Well, yeah, they've uh, gone Qualified through to the, the next, next round. round. Yeah, yep. they finished top of their group and. Had a draw the other, last night. So it's Bahrain. the top four that uh, go to the Olympics, is that right? Yes, the... semi-finals. So now it's quarterfinals. If they win this... Who they got? 
Oh, they still haven't decided, I don't think, yet. So it's... No, sorry, it's the top three that go. Top three? Yes. So that means it's the two finalists and the winning third versus fourth. Okay. But if Japan make the semis... Oh. Because they're the host, they're automatically in. Yeah. What happens then? So it's the three that make the se- the other three that make the semis with Japan. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Go straight of through. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hope that Japan make the semis. Yeah. Gives us a better chance. Better but we're going to get there though, we're don't we? Make it too. But and we haven't, haven't made it, it for a while. It, I think Beijing. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to ask Aurelia Vidmar that question last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't yeah, score was... a goal, did they? No, they struggled on, under his reign at that time. So that's not um... a good thing, though. I mean, you're you're a coach in the NPL for Croydon, and yeah. you've seen kids. I mean, that's not a good thing when we can't qualify at under twenty three level. No, and we've been custom, you know, like yeah. you said, through that generation, you know, where we um, we were very successful in making it and made the semis. I think won Olympic yeah, games too. You're as right, well. and we used to qualify for under seventeens, under twenties, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Was, whereas now of late, we sort of struggled to qualify for under twenties. I think we made the Joey's World Cup under seventeens this year, first time for a while. So. Yeah. Well, let's hope this is the turning point. Let's yeah. let's keep our fingers crossed. Hey, let's check in on the women's game. Thanks to SA Power Networks, SA Power Networks, empowering women's football in South Australia. Now, mentioned at the top of the show, Adelaide United are playing on Saturday night against Melbourne Victory at the Martin Sports Complex. Uh, haven't been a good season for the girls, unfortunately. They didn't play last week, so they're undefeated for a week because uh, that game was called off against Newcastle because of the fires and the smoke yeah. and what have you. Uh, but, uh, wow, one point, bottom of the ladder. Yeah. Uh, there's still a few games to go, but what do you reckon, Chuck? Are, oh, are they? Is there any, like, is there a miracle here happening? Are they going to make oh, this? I can't see. They, can, <laughs> they can't make the final. You know, last They needed to win pretty much last week against Perth Glory. Who, and I'll call that game, yeah, and you know what? Second to bottom, 2-0 yeah, up. They were 2 up, but having said that, having said that, the first half hour before the drinks break was a very hot night. Yeah. Uh, Perth were all over them. How they didn't score is beyond me. After the drinks break, they scored two goals Adelaide and they went in 2-0 up at halftime and I couldn't understand how because they weren't that good. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, so that was the game that they needed to win. You know, that was just just a point above them so uh, they couldn't manage to beat them. And then last week, you know, the away game, they... It got cancelled due to the fire, like you said, and be interesting to see if they if they do play that game later on. Maybe they'll just um, not play. It just depends if it well if they can't make the, the finals. Yeah, could the, they just not worry about it if they can't make the finals? Yeah, they probably will. Yeah, because uh, Newcastle really? might not make the finals either. Yeah, so no, they're just not playing. Fair it, enough so. to say they're doomed as well. Yeah. So they've got victories in fifth spot and 11 points. and Who were trying to make the finals, yeah, obviously. They won their last two games. So And um, then they got Western Sydney, who were third. And then they got uh, well Newcastle. That was the postponed game yeah, there. So. Oh, so maybe they're playing it in February. Uh, you can't see it really uh, happening no, for them. Hopefully they can just finish off with a better better finish than what they started and get a few wins and you know try and build for next season. Well, they played some pretty good footy. I've seen them, uh, like, they only lost by the odd goal. I think only one time that they lose by more than one, and that one's against Sydney. They lost 2-0. Yeah. But uh, this uh, Mallory Weber, who's the American, uh, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen her play, but she can beat both of us in a race, mate. She is so quick, quick yeah. very quick. Once she gets ahead of her opponent... Forget about See it. You're not going to catch it. But the only thing missing in a locker is scoring a few goals. Yeah, and that's uh, shown with the team, and that they're not they're struggling at the moment. Yep. They got the defender Brooks. She's yep. seen her play. She was there last year. She's very good. For She's us. very good. She, in fact, had a good game last week against Perth. And it wasn't, or the week before, if it wasn't for her, it could have been even worse. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So let's hope. Fingers crossed uh, that um, Adelaide United women's team at least can break the drought. I mean, it will do their confidence a lot of good if they can beat Melbourne Victory on Sun uh, Saturday, Saturday night. night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
Um, Sam Kerr, of course, who we mentioned, she's obviously in uh, um, England playing Chelsea. for Chelsea, making a few bob over there. Going to yeah. be happy with yeah, that. Yes, a lot of bob, so it's a good move for her. And I think the problem now with with this with the uh, W League now, it's players. You know, they they wanted to come back originally, but now there's the lure of going to Europe. You know, no Chidiacs there, and Lisa Devanas at Fiorentina. The, the the women's European league is getting very. Is the money? I know, like, I know the money is getting it, a lot better too now over there. Because Kerr's on what two million dollars for a couple of seasons. Is the is that the sort of money they're getting overseas? Yeah, they are. Well, they're all wow. full time pros now, and uh, the leagues are strong. You, you see it on TV now. What about the Yankee Doodle Dandies in America? They American get good money there because that's league, big yeah. over there, yeah, isn't the it? American league is strong, and that's why a lot of them go to the American league. I don't and know getting if, big crowds. Yeah, I don't know financially if, if it's the same as Europe, but I know in Europe now there's a lot of. Because Kerr got offered to go to Barcelona as well, so she chose Chelsea in the end. I don't know. Why wouldn't uh, if you're a woman not play the soccer? <clears throat> I mean, really. I mean, yeah. you can take it anywhere in the world, and the money is good. Yeah, and you this play more than age, my, well, more than six games see, a season. Oh uh, well, Victory's got McCormack that played for the Adelaide Crows. Yeah, she's gone back to the round ball, and you know, made she the, saw the light, made the Matildas, and will probably go on now. All right, Chuck. We're going to go. Goes quickly an hour, but uh, thanks for filling in. Uh, no we're going to problem. see you next week because I'll yeah. need you next week. Hopefully, on the round ball with Dom and Dodger. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We look. We will be back. By the way, next Wednesday. I think it's back to normal now. Every Wednesday's at uh, five thirty. Thanks for your company.